Say amen. amen. Again, it's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, grew up in Columbus. So when you guys are talking about the Buckeyes, I'm like, man, I'm about to run up out of my chair. I didn't know my friend here. I was talking to him about the Buckeyes. I didn't realize he was coming to church this morning, but I think they won yesterday too. Glory to God. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Psalm 112. Psalm 112. What a powerful church this is. Psalm 112. I'm going to read out of the Amplified Classic. The Bible says, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man who fears, reveres, and worships the Lord who delights greatly in his commandments. His spiritual offspring shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Prosperity and welfare are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light arises in the darkness for the upright, gracious, compassionate, and just, who are in the right standing with God. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends who conducts his affairs with justice. He will not be moved forever. The uncompromisingly righteous, the upright and right standing with God shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is firmly fixed, trusting, leaning on and being confident in the Lord. His heart is established and steady. He will not be afraid while he waits to see his desires established upon the adversaries. He has distributed freely. He has given to the poor and needy his righteousness, his uprightness, and right standing with God endures forever. His horn shall be exalted in honor. The wicked man will see it and be grieved in anger. He will gnash his teeth and disappear in despair. The desire of the wicked shall perish and come to nothing may the lord bless the reading of his word there's something in my spirit this morning that i want to deliver and i want to talk about the blessing of the church and there's a statement that's just been in my spirit and it's called flourishing in the house of god flourishing in the house of god How many of you know that when you're planted in God's house, that there's special blessings that accompany to that? It doesn't, we just sat sat through all of those financial miracles of how coming here was $1,600. But how many of you know that when you're in God's house and you have a word from God, money doesn't really matter, does it? Because with $1,600, we're here in a miracle in this beautiful property hallelujah what God says that's going to happen it's going to happen and no devil in hell will prevent it from happening the Bible says that he shall build his house he shall build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it so no devil in hell will stop what God has blessed here in Charlotte North Carolina I believe that these days are the greatest days for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ Wasn't the worship beautiful this morning? 
we were singing about the coming of Jesus. What was that prophetic dream about? The coming of God. How many you know that Jesus is coming back very, very soon? The Bible says as darkness abounds, the grace of God abounds even more. So as you see wickedness going, going on throughout our world, know that God is moving by his spirit. God is going to shake Charlotte, North Carolina. God is going to shake the nations of the earth. And he's going to use us. Hallelujah. Out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. There is a blessing to be saved right now in this hour. If you're not saved, I would get saved very quickly. Because God says he knows the plans that he has for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you a future and a desired end. Pastor Melanie was talking about the giftings. There's giftings in here. And I'm preaching even to... The little children, I remember in Columbus, Ohio, Cleveland Avenue, New Salem Missionary Baptist Church, my, my pastor, Dr. Keith A. Troy, was preaching just like I'm preaching this morning. And I was about right over here and with my grandfather. My grandfather was in the ministry. And he would give an altar call every Sunday morning. And I remember the day when I was eight years old, my heart was pounding. I knew that I was a sinner. My feet couldn't even touch the ground, but I knew I was a sinner. And he would, it would be like a vacuum cleaner to the altar, man. He would, he would preach like an evangelist. And I looked over at my granddad. And again, he was a, a powerful man of God. He's in heaven. The writer of Hebrews talks about that there's a banister of heaven that are looking down. So our great grand, my great-grandmother's looking down from heaven. My grandfather's looking down from heaven saying, Jason is preaching good this morning. Glory to God. Imagine Ohio State Stadium, and I grew up, man, uh, uh, Joe Germain and Stanley Jackson and Joe, uh, J uh, Joe, uh, John Cooper, and then we had uh, Trestle. Glory to God. Man, I feel the anointing. Go Buckeyes. Man, I love the Buckeyes. You imagine Ohio Stadium, I think they say 105,000 people, but the writer of Hebrews says that there's a stadium looking over. Hallelujah. So God, there's people cheering you on, saying that you're going to make it. Glory to God. The blessed hope. Hallelujah. You can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. Hallelujah. I'm here to depart into you today that you are going to make it. You're going to make heaven. You're going to do what God has called you to do in Jesus' mighty name. So I got saved. And I remember not too long after that, I was in my parents' home on the on the second level I wasn't asking for it I was probably playing G.I. Joe's or Legos or something like that and the Lord visited me and I heard his audible voice inside my spirit and he said to raise up a godly family and then he subsequently called me into the ministry it was a supernatural when you hear the voice of God it's like a voice it's a powerful voice it's a voice of many waters but it's the most sweetest voice I was on my face crying out to God and then, then my dad came up to my room and he says, son, what, what, what's going on? And I told him, he, now he just knew I just got saved and I told him about this experience and uh, God had called me to be a pastor. This is when I was eight years old. At 11 years old, I knew that, you know, because around that age you're like, you know, you're going to be a firefighter, a police officer. My dad, my dad is a dentist, so I thought maybe I'd do that. 
but he had called me to be a pastor. And I knew that that wasn't something that you could choose like a firefighter or a policeman or something like this. The Bible actually says that he gave gifts unto men, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. So I knew it was a supernatural calling. So at 11 years old, I was beginning to think, God, how am I going to complete this, this mission that you've called me to do? And uh, he says, I'm going to send someone to help you. That's how he just spoke right in my spirit. And so uh, I'm in Chicago, Illinois. Now, I just lived my life. I'm, I'm a senior in college, Chicago, Illinois. And I had another supernatural encounter with God. Right there in my dorm room, the Holy Ghost invaded in that room. Boom. And he says, son, what are you going to do with the calling that I put on your life? And now there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. Immediately, once you have an encounter with God, you're marked forever. So I went back to when I was eight years old. And so I began to fill out um, applications to seminary, divinity school, Duke Divinity School, Yale Divinity School, any, any seminary that I thought about. And uh, I pursued you know, what God had put in my spirit. So I moved from Chicago, Illinois to Washington, D.C. And I attended a revival meeting. And at this revival meeting, it was a man from South Africa by the name of Dr. Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. And he began to preach about a great awakening. As a child, I was captivated by Dr. Martin Luther King, these people that really made an impact in their life. But when he began to preach about a great awakening, it was like something leapt into my spirit. And the Lord says, remember when I told you that I'm going to send someone to help you? And I said, yes, sir. He said, well, that's, your, that's, that's the guy that I've, I've sent to help you. And so he has a, a Bible college. And so I made preparations. And in that time, I got to marry my beautiful wife. And we moved down to Tampa, Florida on our anniversary weekend. I think it was our second anniversary, our second anniversary weekend. July of 2011 and we enrolled in the Bible college and because uh, my mind is like okay if I'm going to be a doctor you get properly trained you go to you know you go to medical school if you're an engineer so God put in my heart to get properly trained and so we went to the Bible college and then I, I got hired on staff my wife got hired on staff and we began to do crusades all around America I think our ministry is about to cross Pastor Ronnie's ministry over 41 decisions for Jesus Christ all around the globe and around America. And, and, and we do um, empowerment where we teach one-on-one -on -one evangelism, just like you did on Ohio State. But just teaching people how to win souls for Jesus Christ. And then we had the honor to come on pastoral staff, which is a high honor. And then just like the biography just said, this, this January... The Lord put in my heart. I think after coming out of COVID and all the things that happened, I saw what was happening during that time. God was transitioning me to the next phase of ministry. I was in a camp meeting and the Lord began to deal with me about traveling as an evangelist and going out and in part and to preach the word of the Lord. The Bible says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. 
So we, um, I, I said, yes, sir. We began to embark on that. And I've been traveling with my family. We, Lord put on my uh, spirit the state of Ohio because that's where I'm from. And so we began, we hit Cincinnati, Coshocton, Ohio, Tiffin, Ohio. I'm coming to Columbus. I have a friend that pastors there, Hope City House of Prayer. And so we're beginning to embark on these evangelistic crusades. I just got back from Guatemala, over 1,600 decisions for Jesus Christ as we plan festivals. Come on, give God some praise. The Bible says all of heaven rejoices over one sinner that calls upon that name. So we begin to uh, network with the pastors and, and the church was strengthened there because after the crusades, they came to, to, the, to the local church there. And so it, today, I feel that God is pleased with what is happening here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I hear about the testimonies, a couple that launched out of Columbus, Ohio with $1,600. So really everything that we see is a miracle. But God sent them here as a, as a missionary, as a sent one to establish the work of God. Hallelujah. And so when you are in the house of God, there's benefits to that. There are, there are special blessings to being planted in the house of God. Hallelujah. I was thinking about Pastor John Osteen. The late Pastor John Osteen. Who uh, is Pastor Joel Osteen's father. And he talked about. That there was two, two couples that came to him in his office. One couple had a strong call of God on their life. Just like them. Just like my wife and I who felt to go into the full-time ministry. But how many of you know you have a choice? What did they write? Obedience, right? It all comes down to obedience because to walk on the water. And don't think that you are here under the sound of my voice that you're out, that you, that, that you get a free pass where you don't have to be obedient. Thank God for the, for the football player here that's sold into because everybody in the, in the body of Christ, as they obey God, how many of you know that we get the job done? And so there was a, a couple there and Pastor John Osteen said God's hand was on them. He sat in, in his office and said, Pastor John, God's calling me to do this to plant this great church but the only problem is is that my retirement vexes in three years and pastor john looked at him and said don't do that don't don't wait three years obey god now obey god and pastor john said sadness was in my heart because that couple left out of there and they did not obey god and so he said do you know that man lost his his ministry he lost his marriage he's on the shadows of life and he lost his, I like how he says it, his opportunity to obey God. We're not doing God a favor by obeying him or serving him. It's all about Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. That's why I love it here. Because Jesus is being exalted this morning. And the Bible says as we lift up the name of Jesus. That he will draw all men unto him. Hallelujah. I see this house drawing people to Jesus Christ. From the north, the south, the east and the west. In Jesus mighty name. The best is yet to come. There was another couple. And he went to Pastor John Osteen. And the same situation, God's call was on him. He had incurable diseases in their kids, three incurable diseases. And they said, Pastor John, God is calling me to do this. God is calling me to do that. 
And uh, they left out of that office. They decided to obey God. Pastor John said, do you know that, that, that as that man stepped out, he said, goodbye world. Hello, Jesus. And they stepped out. He says, thousands are coming to his church now. All three of his children got healed of incurable diseases. And God has planted a great work through that ministry. I was, I was stunned because actually we were in our church and we met the person that stepped out that Pastor John was talking about. They pastor in Miami, Florida. And so as you obey God and, you, and you're obedient to God, the Bible says that as we see that day approaching, the writer of Hebrews says, do not forsake the fellowship of the gathering. How many of you know that Jesus is coming back very, very soon? We need to gather more and more like this because that day is approaching. God is going to crack that sky and he's going to come back not for a weak church, but a glorious church, hallelujah, without spot and wrinkle. So we have to, we have to gather we have to do the things that the Bible says to do. And as we do that, God says that you're not going to just barely make it by. I'm here to prophesy to you in the name of Jesus Christ. You're not going to just barely make it by. But I see an acceleration coming on this church, coming on this ministry, coming on families. In the name of Jesus Christ, as you obey God, God says, I'm going to pour you out a blessing that there's not room enough to receive it. Come on, if that's you, I want you to give God some praise in here for the blessing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. When you're planted in God's house, there's health and healing, quality of life. Somebody in here thinks you're going to die before your time. I'm here to prophesy to you. You're not going to die before your time. The number of your days you shall fulfill. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. In Jesus mighty name. I was just preaching in Guatemala. And, and we were in one of the meetings. I saw deaf ears open up like this. People with, with, with incredible uh, sickness. As, as we laid hands on the sick and watched them recover. The church is an embassy. This is an embassy. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth will pass away. But his word will never ever pass away. He says in Isaiah 53 5. That by his stripes we are whole. 1 Peter 2.24. We are healed. Hallelujah. There is a healing blessing when you're planted in the house of God. No weapon formed against you shall prosper in Jesus mighty name. I've seen HIV healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. I've seen people bound by wheelchairs by, with crutches. They just throw the crutches on the ground and they're healed. As we do what the Bible says, they lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Not might be, not maybe, they shall recover. Hallelujah. I see people coming to this church with incurable diseases, with things plagued by the doctors, but by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the blood of Jesus. How I many you know the enemy passes over our home because of the blood of Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the God that healeth thee. There is a healing blessing that comes with that. Psalm 103, verse 3 through 5, he says, Who forgives every one of our iniquities, who heals each of us, 
all of your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and corruption, who beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfies your mouth, your necessity and desire at your personal age and situation with good so that your youth is renewed is like the eagles, strong, overcoming, and soaring. When you're planted in the house of God, there is a youth that comes upon you. I was just with the man of God in Atlanta, Georgia yesterday. And my wife said, my God, he was in his mid-80s, right? High 80s, 85 years old. I said, my God, he looks better than me. Glory to God. There was a shining about him. There's an anointing that was about him. And he had a pep in his step. Hallelujah. How many of you know when you're planted in God's house? Again, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. There's no devil in hell that can stop you. God is the author of life. It's not the devil. Hallelujah. God is the author of life. And God will breathe his life into you. There will be a reviving in you. Hallelujah. There will be a refreshing in you. Hallelujah. Because of the anointing. God will bless you at your play. God will bless you at your work. He will look after you. He'll, he'll look after your children, your grandchildren. Hallelujah. There is a blessing. Thank God for the table of the Lord, the bread. Hallelujah. That signifies the body of Christ. That his body was broken so that ours can be made whole. That by his stripes we are made whole. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. The enemy can pass many lines, but he can't pass the bloodline. Hallelujah. The enemy passes over you. Because of the blood of Jesus. Come on. Let's thank God for the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord. For his healing power. In Jesus mighty name. You get supernatural direction. When you're planted in the house of God. Again this is an embassy. This is not a 501c3 organization. This is the strongest force in the earth today. It's the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Who, God's going to build it. What did pastor say? He, he casted all his care because it's his church. God is going to bring the people. Hallelujah. God is going to uh, bring in the finances. God is going to bring in the resources. He didn't get this building. Hallelujah. It was God's doing. And so you get supernatural direction as you were at the gym. That was supernatural direction when, he, when she was working out. And God said, go now. Everybody say now. Sometimes God will tell you to wait. Oh, y'all don't want to hear that this morning. <laughs> Delay does not mean denial. So sometimes God, God, thank you, Holy Ghost. Sometimes God will have you to go now. There's an urgency in your spirit. And sometimes there will be a wait. But there is a supernatural direction. There is a supernatural leading divine leading when you're planted in the house of God when you're when you submit yourselves to under shepherds because they have the word of the Lord for this house when COVID first hit that pandemic just hit my pastor said the jar of meal of oil will not run out 
What was that? I, I linked myself to supernatural, that prophetic word. Because I have a wife. I have children. I'm called into the ministry. And you can't have meetings like this when there's a pandemic, right? They tried to shut those meetings down. So I linked myself to that prophetic word. Why? What is that? That's divine leading. And I'm here to prophesy and testify to you that the drawer of meal and the oil did not run out from my household. God gave me supernatural. I'm talking about supernatural. Holy Ghost provision. Hallelujah. We would come home to our doorstep. There would be checks right there at the, at, at the doorstep. Food right there. Hallelujah. It was supernatural. I saw supernatural miracles through divine leading. Someone called me with the need. I had the money. But God said, I'm going to show you something and I'm going to show them something. I said, let's begin to pray. I said, and I, and I had a plan. If the money didn't come in by Monday, that, that I had the money for them. But how many know you're practicing what the Lord is telling you? And so I had never been through a pandemic before. <laughs> so I said, okay, Lord, I trust you. So, I, so, so we prayed. The next morning, there was a lady that was in our cell group that texted my wife and said, I had a dream and that I needed to give you this exact money. I think it was like $455. It was a car note money. And so my wife said, I got this message. I said, I know exactly who that money is for. Now, I'm talking about divine leading now. And so I had the pleasure on that Monday to go to that precious couple's house and, and tell them the story. Remember how we just prayed. Again, we don't serve a dead God. My God is not Allah. My God is not still in a grave somewhere. My God is risen. Hallelujah. And he's coming back for a glorious church. Hallelujah. The Bible is real. I don't know if you figured that out yet by now. This is real. When he said he'll provide for you, when he'll give you direction, where he'll give you supernatural healing, where you can walk like Moses, where his eyes didn't go out. Hallelujah. There was a strength in his spirit. That's how we're supposed to leave. Retirement is not in the Bible. I hate the breath. Come on now. I'm not, I'm not here to bust nobody's bubble in Charlotte. Retirement's not, you won't find it. The people, I had a guy that I worked with in Washington, D.C., he retired, and I think in three months he was dead. The Lord said there was nothing for him to shoot for. And so back to that, that couple, it shook them to the very core because God, the God of the Bible, Jehovah Jireh. Do you know him as Jehovah Jireh? Do you know him as El Shaddai? That God showed up in his situation. And God will show up into your situation this morning. Hallelujah. There's blessings here. There's a, there's a flourishment when you're planted in the house of God. Hallelujah. I see you rising up. Hallelujah. I see an acceleration coming upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So through the man and woman of God, God will give you direction. God, through, his, through his holy word, God will give you, speak to you through the word of God and say that sometimes there's a revelation knowledge that will explode and, and, and God will put a scripture in you. You need to obey that because that's supernatural direction. He'll make every crooked path straight in your life. Hallelujah. There's a supernatural peace that will accompany you. Hallelujah. How many of you know that if you got peace in this world, you're wealthy? If you got the mind of Christ, if you got a sound mind, 
That's why I like coming into the house of God. Because the peace, just like you practiced this morning before the meeting, is a peace that will surpass all understanding. When you go into a world that's chaotic, God is calling us to be that embassy, to, to have that river of living water to flow out of us, that we can walk in the midst of a storm and say, peace, be still. Hallelujah. God is calling us as a man and a woman of God. Every place the sole of our feet treads upon, he's given it to us. He's given us Charlotte, North Carolina. He, that's how he gave us this property. Hallelujah. Every place the sole of your feet, God is calling us to be ambassadors of the Holy Ghost. That we can walk in the middle of any situation. There'll be a prophetic unction that will flow out of us. Hallelujah. We'll have the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. We can say peace be still. Hallelujah. I'm here to prophesy to you. To give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. The world can't take it from you. Because the world didn't give it to you. Glory to God. I thank you for a peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't know what to pray. You all got some kids in here? Hallelujah. You just began to pray in other tongues. Glory to God. But God says, as you're planted in his word, as you're planted in the house of God, he'll give you a peace that surpasses all understanding. He says in Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. So as long as you focus on Jesus, I don't care what situation you got to navigate through. God is going to give you a perfect peace in the midst of a storm. And if you listen, God will give you the way out. A river makes finds a way. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. A river will find a way. Hallelujah. They can shut down the economy here in Charlotte. They can shut down the school system. They can shut down the government. But you will be blessed. You will flourish in the midst of chaos because of the word of the Lord hallelujah thank you Lord there's a favor that will accompany you to get this property how many know favor is not fair somebody can be right in front of you in line they could be Ken I promised my brother well his brother didn't get it did he <laughs> I mean, so favor is not fair. Everybody say favor. favor. I love favor. I, I, I try to put a demand on that. When I'm at an airport, thank you, Lord, favor with TSA. Hallelujah. If I get pulled over by police because I'm driving like I'm not supposed to, hallelujah. Thank you for favor. Hey, no, that happened one time. I was coming off the exit, and I was blocked as I was merging onto the exit, and I was I was blocked by a semi to the left and a semi to the front. So I, down, I was driving a stick shift. I downshifted, looked in my blind spot, cut over to the fast lane, and that was my exit. And, I, and as soon as I was exiting, I looked in my rear view mirror, and there was sirens following me. But the day before, sometimes as you stacking chairs and you serving God, I forget what I was doing, but I was about to pull out the church on a Sunday morning. And I usually miss a few, miss breakfast on Sunday morning. Hallelujah. And I was about to go to a restaurant with my family and my phone rang as I'm about to exit the, the church. And they said, Pastor Jason, are you still here? And I said, yes, I am. This person needs ministering to. So I, you know, I could have, you know, 
I could have stepped on it and, and, and missed the call, but I felt to go back. So I went back, ministered to this person, and they really desperately needed help. So thank God I did it. Because if I was in the flesh, thinking about that fried chicken and some mac and cheese, some biscuits and all of that, I would have missed it. But I came back, and I ministered to them. And, uh, well, what I didn't realize, the next day, that same police officer that I was with, he was the one that pulled me over. So I rolled down the window and I saw that it was him. And uh, I said, officer. That was the first words out of my mouth. And he said, pastor, Pastor Jason. And I said, glory to God. And he said, glory to God. He says, you need to slow down. Glory to God. And he said, pastor, have a good day. And I went on about my business. Glory to God. There is a favor. Come on. There is a favor that will accompany you when you're planted in the house of God. Hallelujah. You'll get the deals. You'll get supernatural deals. How many like them God deals? Glory to God. They say, I don't know why I'm giving you this promotion. You're not qualified, but you got the promotion. I don't know why I'm giving you this, this business, but I'm going to give you this contract. Come on here. I feel in my spirit favor. Favor for somebody's business. Favor. Hallelujah. You're going to get the promotion. Glory to God. If anybody's going to be blessed, it's going to be you. If anybody's going to be blessed, it's the people of God. Hallelujah. It's the righteous. Hallelujah. If anybody's children is going to be blessed, it's going to be your children, your grandchildren. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to myself this morning. Hallelujah. I thank you for this favor that's not fair, God. Hallelujah. I thank you for testimonies to come out of this meeting, Lord. Thank you for supernatural contracts, Lord. Thank you, Father, for a favor that's not fair in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I've seen it. I, I had to put a demand on this. Shoot, I, I, now that I realize that I was functioning with that with teachers. Glory to God. I didn't do my homework. They gave me one more night to do it. Glory to God. Hey. It's not my fault they didn't like the other students. Glory to God. They liked me. Glory to God. And I got into college, so that's all that matters. Everybody say favor. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's supernatural. When you're planted and you're, you're serving like we, we honored these men and women of God this morning, it's impossible to not walk in this when you're serving God. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. Yes. Favor will attack you from the north, the south, the east, and the west. What is Deuteronomy talking about? If you diligently hearken to the voice of God, you, you ever been overtaken where I'm from now? There was a hurricane, but because of what I'm preaching on, it went below us. Come on, we pray. You still with me? We have authority over the weather. We have authority over the weather. Now, my brother pastors in Fort Myers, 
he vacated, but he went back to his home intact, nothing touched. His congregation might have lost some power. Hallelujah. But again, he's protected. He prayed over his congregation, and now that church is being a beacon of hope, passing out water, passing out supplies, and being the church of the Lord Jesus Christ in a dark hour. Hallelujah. God didn't call him to be phased by a hurricane no he said walk into the in the midst of the storm say peace be still hallelujah and this is why i've sent you to fort myers to be an embassy to be a blessing of hope hallelujah to walk in the authority of the church of the lord jesus christ Amen. so he's doing humanitarian and being a great blessing there so i'm proud of him glory to god there is a supernatural joy we were talking about joy. I like how you said that the joy of the Lord broke out in that, in that music album, in that track. I like that. Why? Because the Bible says in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. There's a supernatural joy that will accompany you when you're planted in God's house. Imagine if you're playing a game and you already knew you were going to win. My son is into video games, and my dad, I remember he bought me a PlayStation 2 when it first came out. Now I'm revealing how, much I am, how, how old I am. But it was fun. But sometimes when my brother and I couldn't beat one of the boards, we would go on the Internet and do cheat codes and look it up. And it was, to a certain degree, fun because we knew that we already won the game. Some of y'all in here are behaving like, come on now, that you haven't won. You haven't read the back of the book. You haven't looked at the cheat code. God says that he is an overcomer. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. You are coming out of this service. Hallelujah. Full of the Holy Ghost. Full of power. Full of victory in your spirit. Knowing that thanks be unto God who gives you the victory. Who causes you to triumph. Hallelujah. I'm in a room full of people. Full of victors. Hallelujah. You can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength. Come on, give God some praise in here for Holy Ghost power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, when, you, when you're sad and you're defeated, I'm not saying you won't have a ministry, but they're going to be like, brother, I'm just going to keep what I got. God bless you. But when you have the joy of the Lord, and I'm not saying you quoting Bible verses and being weird in publics or whatever they have here. But you have the joy of the Lord. There's a, there's a presence about you. How many know some people, they can shift the atmosphere by their presence? They might not have a suit on. You know, but there's something that they're carrying. And so when you have the joy of the Lord, people are depressed already. They're beat up. They're living paycheck to paycheck. They don't have this blessed hope that I'm preaching about this morning. They don't have what the, the, they don't have the, the word of God. And they need you and I to walk in the joy of the Lord. To know that, that, that there is more hope. There is something that God has for you. Like Jeremiah says that he knows the plans that he has for you. Glory to God. 
I know sometimes we go out, there's a, there's a southern restaurant that we like down in Tampa called Fred's. Now, if you're ever in Tampa, you got to try it. They got fried chicken and mac and cheese and all the good stuff. But my wife, my wife, they fight over who's going to wait, wait on us in the restaurant. Because she comes in there with the joy of the Lord, ministers to the waitress, gets into the life. I think some of them even come to church before. Why? Because she's a carrier of the joy of the Lord. She's not defeated. Again, but thanks be unto God who gives us the victory. He causes us to triumph. So I'm here to tell you this morning, it doesn't matter what devil and hell are coming up against you. I don't care what storm, because there is storms. Jesus talks about when you go through a storm. That means that there are storms. So I'm not here to preach that you don't go through something. But what I am here to tell you is that when you go through something, just like that video game, hallelujah, the, as you punch in those cheat codes, God has given us his word. God has given us prayer power. God has given us worship, hallelujah, that as we praise God and we worship God, the blessings come down, and God will get you you through that storm he'll give you peace in the midst of the storm so you can have joy I love like you know how they played Rutgers I asked my friend here who, who won the game because I had been traveling all day and I just knew that Ohio State got it this is Rutgers University it's Ohio State University there's a joy knowing that it's going to be a blowout now the Michigan game I'm going to be right there in front of the TV because they won last, you know, lost last year. They shouldn't have. But, you know, I'm a little bit more intimidated by that. But Ohio State against Rutgers. Really? See, some of y'all are exalting the enemy like Rutgers. You're looking at this storm, but you're not. If you can see the invisible, you can do the impossible. If you can see on the other side of the storm that God is going to bless you that even though God sent you to Charlotte with $1,600 and, and if you would have seen this beautiful building hallelujah he was already relaxed though I was, I was encouraged by those testimonies how he was just trusting in God some of y'all would have been freaked out I think I would have been freaked out a little bit but glory to, I'm not here to front like, like you know that wouldn't have put me on the edge of my seat but he knows him as Jehovah Jireh. He knows him as El Shaddai. He knows that God sent him to this city. He knew that if God sent him there, that it's his church that he's going to come, come through. I'm here to prophesy to you in Jesus' name. I feel like God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Maybe in the area of your family. Maybe in finances. Maybe in direction. Maybe in wisdom. God is going to give you a wisdom and a way out. Hallelujah. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus who gives you strength hallelujah there is a wisdom that will accompany you beyond your years he says if any man lacks wisdom let him ask of him and he'll give it to you liberally how many know God is a lot smarter than than what we are I mean, no, your spirit is a lot. Some of you might be sitting up here with a PhD or whatever. That is nonsense compared to the wisdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Our spirit, the human spirit is a lot smarter than our, inte our human intellect. 
and I love academia. I like the Ohio State University. I love all those things. That has its place. But the wisdom of God, when you're planted in God's house, because there is a, a, there is a, a stream, there is a current in this world that's not moving towards the things of God. Now, Jesus is coming back very soon. So I believe the whole world is coming to Jesus. But there is a current. It doesn't take much to not serve, to, to, to be in the world and serve the enemy. Just, just live, live your flesh. But it takes a mean fish to, to swim upstream, to be obedient, to, to sow seed, and to live your life, lay it down, and, and, and to pour yourself out as a drink offering unto God, to make your life count. How many of you know that, what we, that, that eternity is a long time to be wrong? Hallelujah. And when you are planted in the house of God, when you are planted in God's house, God will give you wisdom. And you can't take the credit, though. Because they'd be like, man, how'd you know that? You can't, don't lean on your degrees. Don't link on your experiences. I'm well-traveled, you know, brother. No, get, get out of here. You got that. Come on. You study the slaves, right? How, how did the slaves beat slavery? It was the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It was the institution of the church. Out of the church was the education systems. Harvard, Yale, Princeton, all of them were birthed out of the great awakening, out of revival, out of the crucible of the fire of the Holy Ghost that formed this institution. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you that as you're planted in God's house, I don't care that if you don't have a degree. I don't care if you do have a degree. I don't care what knowledge you know. I don't care who your parents are. When you're planted in God's house there will be supernatural wisdom to accompany you hallelujah you'll have a wisdom that's beyond human wisdom you'll know again that that the, the word of wisdom were where to go that was the word of wisdom never been to Charlotte that's supernatural but when you read it in the book of Acts they were divinely led when I was in in Guatemala we had a festival, and the people there are so beautiful. They don't have suits and all of this. That's why I want my kids to see this. You know, they might be around barefooted. The infrastructure is third world. So something that would take you three hours could take you nine hours to get. Well, we were traveling for this crusade, and we stopped at McDonald's. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I was eating tacos and all that type of stuff, which I love that. I love it. But I wanted some good old McDonald's. Glory to God. So we went in there. I had a Big Mac and some fries. And I said, let me be a little good. And I got bottled water. No Coca-Cola. <laughs> Plus, my wife wasn't with me. She'd get on me if I was drinking Coke. But anyway. And the whole team began to eat their McDonald's. And one brother flipped over his bun. And there was a little bit of mold on there. So I said, oh, Jesus, I flipped over my bun, and there was mold on, on that one. The whole team proceeded to flip over their buns, and there was mold on them. So I said, oh, Lord Jesus. So we, we turned it back in. But it took them 30 minutes to get it back, the food. So when they got it back, we all checked it. It was good. And uh, I said, I prayed over my stomach now when I went there, because my wife will tell you that would have took me out. I probably wouldn't have ate again. But I ate it. We, we were 15 minutes from our hotel. When we, went to, when we got into the car and we proceeded to the hotel, 
there was a boulder that came off of the mountain and hit a gas tank, a, ca a gas truck, and it spilled all over the, the road. And so we couldn't go that way. It was blocked. It was traffic and everything. 15 minutes from our hotel. And so we had to go all the way around, a five-hour journey, back around. We, we were 15 minutes away, but we got to our hotel at 4 in the morning. The next festival started at 8 in the morning. But remember I said you're supernaturally protected. I believe as we were talking to the team, as God, as we had that mold on the, on the sandwich, even though I wanted that Big Mac and those fries at the first time that it came out, that, that, that mold delayed us because I believe that boulder and God quickened other people. God quickened uh, this evangelist's wife to be praying, quickened my wife all the way in America to be praying at the same time that this was happening. So I believe that we were supernaturally protected. Hallelujah. We were divinely guided. Glory to God. God gave us the supernatural wisdom to stop right there. Hallelujah. So that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So we just got a little less sleep. And as a result of that, God rocked that festival. I'm talking about the altar was packed. People were filled with the Holy Ghost. Children were out under the power of the Holy Ghost as we were obedient with that. But God gave us protection. He gave us wisdom. Hallelujah. And that's your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, in conclusion, when you're planted in the house of God, there's salvation for your entire household. I don't know who I'm preaching to you this morning, but your children won't be lost to the enemy. Your children will accomplish what God has called them to be. Somebody here is believing for one of their family members to get saved. They're going to come into the kingdom of God. When you begin to think about it, just begin to pray and praise God because he's heard your, your cry. Hallelujah. There is salvation for your entire household. There's a blessing upon your descendants. This blessing is upon your children's children. Hallelujah. Like I just read in Psalm 112, 2 to 3, his seed shall be mighty upon the earth. You need to underline that in your Bible and say, that's mine. His seed will be mighty upon the earth. My kids, this is all they know is revival meetings and growing up in church and traveling the world, seeing souls come to the kingdom of God. Do you know God is moving on them in a profound way even at this age? Because the word of God does not return void. Now, I don't expect them to do what I'm doing. But if God calls them to do that, they'll do it. But I expect them to hear the voice of God, which they're already hearing, and that they will do what God has told them to do. Hallelujah. So there's a special blessing upon your descendants. God will honor his word. His word does not return void. Isaiah 55 11 says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and I shall prosper in the thing where I sent it. So some of you just need to say hallelujah anyhow and begin to 
lift up your hands and praise God hallelujah some of you might need to shout some of you might need to dance and run hallelujah but as you begin to call those things that be not as though they were begin to decree a thing and watch them establish it hallelujah begin to praise God hallelujah for your children for that crazy uncle hallelujah and you begin to thank God for what he's doing in his in their life God will will accomplish what he intended it to accomplish they shall come into the kingdom of God no one can reverse God's blessing you can't keep a good man down somebody that's planted in God's word it's like if you go to the swimming pool and you have a beach ball and you try to submerge the ball under the water you might be able to do it for a little bit but what's going to happen that ball is going to pop right up hallelujah that's what happens when you're a child of the holy ghost when you're filled with god hallelujah no devil in hell will stop you no 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 co-worker filled with the devil will be able to stop you no business will be able to stop you i see you popping back up in the holy ghost hallelujah you are not going to be stopped in jesus mighty name hallelujah what god has blessed no man can reverse the hand of the Lord is upon you to accomplish everything that God has called you to do. Again, he knows exactly the plans that he has for you. And these are good plans. As pastor was saying, there's people in here that have giftings. You can write. Maybe you have the gift to serve. Maybe there, as, as you can identify at, to my story as a child being not only uh, called but saved as an early age. Maybe you're later on in life. It doesn't really matter. Everybody's testimony is different. The fact is that God has a great plan for your life. Hallelujah. And as you begin to engage in that and use your giftings to the kingdom of God, you not only will not just barely make it, but you will flourish and God's house hallelujah again there'll be a favor upon you like like never before God's hand was on you as you were doing what God called you to do supernatural provision like that boom why he's doing what God has told him to do but God has spoken to you to recommit your commitment to God's house I can I can I can I can rest my head on my pillow because when I see Jesus, I know that I've laid it all down. There's no doubts with and Not that I never come back to that prayer of consecration. You have to. But I, I'm, I'm laying it all down because I know what God has called me to do. And I'm being committed to that. So there's a fresh commitment to the house of God. To know that as you love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul. And you love your neighbor as yourself. That's the greatest of two commandments, right? Those two, all the law of the prophets hang upon. So those, that blessed me this morning to see the commitment, the obedience to the house of God. Saints, I'm here to tell you this morning, as you're committed, as you're dedicated to God's house, God is going to bless you so much, even beyond money. Money is a part of it. Because if you're a kingdom business out of here, how many know you're going to be blessed? Glory to God. Your children are going to be blessed. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. In incredible supernatural wisdom. Divine direction. There will be a joy to accompany you. Because when you live for yourself, you're living for now. But what this man did is living for eternal. The eternity. So what you do for God 
That's what's going to last. And this church, God is pleased. Again, it's an honor for me to be here. And it's a beautiful place. The structure is beautiful, but God's spirit is beautiful in here. And I see people coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for faith to faith and glory to glory, Lord. I thank you for an acceleration. I thank you for the gift of faith that's upon, upon this house. In Jesus' mighty name. Again, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah. And I thank you, Lord, for this beacon of light, not only in this community, but the nations of the earth. In Jesus' mighty name.